I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. This is Allison. So thanks so much for joining us again. Um, I think we want to start off with setting a word for the week. So I was in a clubhouse room. Love clubhouse. <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> yeah, um, sponsor us. <laughs> but I was in a room earlier this week and they challenged everybody to set a word for the week with, you know, what your intention is going to be. And so I'd never done something like this before, but I picked <laughs> it's three words, but trust the process because as we were recording this, we have not launched the podcast yet, but it launches in two days and we have put in so much work the last three months, just getting everything together, all the branding, recording, all that stuff. And now I think we just kind of sit and wait and trust the process. So that's my intention this week. And yeah. Wait, I really like that. I'll take them over that for myself. (laughs) Maybe I'll make a word for next week. Yeah, seriously, we have both just been obsessed with Clubhouse. Thank you so much for inviting me to that app because it has made my whole week so much better. I'm learning so much. The amount of information on that app is insane. If you can find an invite, get on that app immediately. There are just so many cool entrepreneurs, artists, creatives, like 
everything and like everyone is on that app like any type of information you want to know like i joined a room about podcasting for the launch of this podcast like in anticipation for that and there was like 40 people in this room and after i got off this guy messaged me on instagram he's like hey i heard you talking in the podcast room um, I'm from Kansas City. It looks like we have a bunch of mutual friends. Like, I'd love to have you on my podcast. And so Christian, if he's listening, hello, Christian. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast, uh, Passion, Purpose, and Coffee. I went on that earlier this week because of a clubhouse room. Um, and it was so cool just to connect with someone. Like, there's so many small world connections on there. It's insane. Wait, that's really cool. I didn't know that that's how you had connected to him because I saw you put that on your story, but I was like, oh, maybe it was like a college friend or something. Yeah, and it was literally from a clubhouse room, which is like crazy because there's so many people in the world on that app. So the fact that we were both on at the same time, we're both in Missouri, we have mutual friends, like also all of our mutual friends have been on his podcast already, which was like yeah, crazy. So yeah, the, the yeah. chat rooms are where it's at. And like even Karen, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> and we were talking about how this room on Monday night was really cool. And then we were both were like, wait, I was in that room too. I didn't even like see that you were in there because some of them will have like <laughs> hundreds of people. So get on Clubhouse. So get on Clubhouse. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like, I will say the most cringy thing about Clubhouse is literally the bios. Like you have to, it's like a resume on steroids. Everyone's bios are the cringiest thing ever. It's like mega millionaire, boss lady. I don't know. They're just, the personal hype game is real. <laughs> it's insane. I literally... So, yeah, to be on Clubhouse and to get followers, I guess you have to, like, like Allison said, like, steroid boost your your resume. And I did it. And then I was like, this is honestly embarrassing. Like, you put, like, content creator, photographer, videographer, consultant, and then you put an emoji for each one. So it's like, content creator, rocket ship, photographer, (laughs) camera, videographer, video camera. It's like, oh, my God, this is – and then it's like millions of views. (laughs) Yeah, or like made a million dollars by 25 and there's like a bag of money next to it. Mine does not have that. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know, and I did it, and I'm like honestly embarrassed. Like I think I need to go change it right now because I was like, I don't know. Everyone else is doing it. I guess I need to like emoji, 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 accomplishment, like my bio too, but – no, I love it. No, I guess so I meant I didn't put the money bags, but I have mine is cringe oh, too. Money bags. <laughs> it's so no, that app, that is I literally thought the same thing. I'm like, this is the cringiest thing ever, but However, did you hear this week how there was like a lot of clubhouse catfishing problems? So since it's just what? audio, like people can, you know, put a fake profile picture and then people were like catfishing other people into going into business together. And then they like got on Zoom and FaceTime and it was like, wait, this is not the person. So buyer beware. You can get catfish on Clubhouse. It's kind of like Tinder in a way, you know, like you have to, you just make it a profile. Your face. Oh my Kara's sitting here jaw on the floor. I had no idea. <laughs> well, it's true. Cause like I was in a room earlier this week and like Paris Hilton came in and I was like, how do I know this is actually Paris Helen? Like, why? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because they weren't talking. It was just their picture. But then she did talk and she was like, that's hot. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> no <it's> way. <laughs> did she actually say that? <laughs> yes, she did. Well, someone like prompted her. They were like, they said something like along the lines and oh. they were totally setting her up for it. But I was thinking the same thing. So that's actually wild that that is happening. Because, yeah, I mean, it would be easy. Mm-hmm. They didn't verify I'm sure they will now after that, like, scandal kind of 
not like a scam, <laughs> like a wide, it was, it's just a widespread app issue. So I'm sure they're going to like have it have to be like linked to your Facebook or something now. Cause the problem is it's only linked to your Instagram and like, you could just have a fake Instagram. Anyway, Clubhouse is working out some kinks, but we're here for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have a word or quote of the day cause, um, I'll start the next Monday, but my update, I guess, is that I'm a crazy person and I'm trying to launch two things in one week, I guess, because why wouldn't I? Um, at my store, New Wave, I have, it's kind of like a confusing space. There's like three rooms in the store. There's like the main room that has a lot of clothes. Then there's like this kitchenette that I have home decor in. And then there's this, I don't know, probably 12 foot by 12 foot room that I use as my collection room. So since I opened every month, I try to do like a different theme or rotating collections or test out new products. So for February, I'm kind of doing a more refined version of Valentine's Day. I didn't want it to be like gaudy with pink and red sparkles. So I'm doing this like friends and lovers theme. It's like all black and white with like old school vintage photos. And I have the cutest like love magic candles and just stuff like that. But Moral of the story, I've been painting till 2 a.m. like the last three nights. So sorry if my voice sounds scratchy and exhausted because that's just how this week is going. Um, because and, you are. <laughs> because I am. Yes. I'm always tired. But yeah, I'm really excited for both things. This is a great way for us to kick off the year with like January. We were like working super hard. And now February, we can like reap the fruits of all of our hard work. Yeah, and we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has sent nice messages or has liked our post about the podcast or followed the podcast Instagram. Like the amount of support we've gotten was just totally unexpected. We could not have asked for better friends and family to yeah, hype us up for this journey cuz we're here and excited for it. We're ready. Yeah, this is something we've been dreaming about for a long time kind of crazy that it's like here it doesn't really feel real but I'm very intrigued to see where things are going to be like one year from now because we are committed yeah. we like have, <laughs> I don't know I think we've both done like a lot of create creative endeavors in life that like we put stuff into and then they kind of didn't work out but I feel like we're both in it for the long haul and like in it to win it for the podcast and we will be making episodes every Friday or posting them I guess yeah We'll be here. We'll be no here. No matter what, through, we'll show up. through ice storms, <laughs> through, I don't know, hurricanes, through tornadoes, COVID-21. Yeah, through COVID-21. <laughs> we'll be here, guys. So you better be here, too. Yeah, <laughs> so make sure to subscribe and follow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, keep us motivated. Um, let us know what you think about the podcast when you listen to these episodes. But yeah, just again, thank you so much for the support. But yeah, maybe we should just hop into our intro about Amber. For today's episode, we're bringing on one of my childhood friends, Amber Baudler. That's Baudler with a B, B-A-U-D-L-E-R. Go ahead and look at her Instagram so you know who we're talking about. A little bit about Amber. She's 25, lives in Kansas City, and co-owns a video production company with her sister. I absolutely love Amber's style. She has the coolest outfits. Like if you saw her walking down the street, you would be like, oh my gosh, that girl is so cool. I just like want to be her friend. And another thing that I really admired about her is that she's like free spirited and true to herself, but she's also just like a total hardworking, level-headed badass. Like we just love her. 
Yeah, Amber's the best. Uh, I first met Amber when we had our clothing sale in Allison's first Omaha apartment way back when. And yeah, her energy is just insane. Such a positive, warm, loving person. And we just knew we had to have her on. So it worked out really well. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because Kara's living in St. Louis and I'm living in Omaha. So the halfway point is in Kansas City and that's where Amber lives. And we were like, immediately when we knew we were going to record in Kansas City, we were like, we have to have Amber. She will be like the first best guest ever. Like, I don't know how we're going to have anyone top her, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) Exactly. So let's hop into it. Okay, we have Amber in the house. Amber, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, of course. We're so excited. It's our first guest ever. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to top you because you are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both have been an inspiration to me, though. Allison and the design aspect of everything, you are a leader in that aspect. Kara, you in the film industry, you have always had amazing video. So when you guys asked me, I was obviously going to say yes. You guys have both been an inspiration oh. to me. So like, thanks for letting what? me come. This is so nice. We're, coming, idol. <laughs> we're coming on to get you hyped up. No need yeah. to hype us up. But thank you. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet. Well, we're out. Yeah, we need to hype her up. Now I know. Turn. Okay. So Amber is a business owner, co-owner of Stellar Image Studios, one of the biggest production companies, like at least in the Omaha Midwest, right? Like you guys are growing exponentially. Tell us what you do. Yeah. So we are a full service video production company, woman owned. We have been told by the film commissioner of Kansas city that we are a hundred percent the only woman owned video production company. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. There, there is other woman video production companies, but not a hundred percent woman-owned. So I co-own with my sister, Jasmine. She's the producer, head of business. I'm the director and head of the creative. So that's kind of how we split those roles up. That's amazing. Jasmine is so cool. We should like had her too. Why don't we have them both? (laughs) No, that's fun. Well, and then maybe like say about the name. So like how it's Sid. Yes. So Stellar Image Studios, that's our name, but the acronym is SIS. So if you split it up, yeah. So it's a fun little play on words. It's kind of the marketing in us getting in there. Wait, I love she that. Started with her sis. Wait, Isn't that I have cute? a sister. That's so sweet. I want to start a company. Yeah. SIS. What we sandwiches? I can't even think of an eye. (laughs) Wait, that's amazing. Okay, so when did you guys get started? So we have been in operation for about three years now. That's amazing. The first year of business, we were actually in different states. So I was in Omaha working on a big client that we had in Omaha. And Jasmine is a master networker. So she was in Kansas City and she was really getting a lot of clients in Kansas City. Our team was here. So I eventually moved from Omaha to Kansas City uh, a couple months before pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Dude, what a crazy ride of mm-hmm. yeah. COVID. And, which that's a similar thing we share because you're like, not only is opening your own business like so hard, opening it in the middle of a pandemic is like pulling teeth. You're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, Every day is a new obstacle. You think you have something figured out, then like the status quo changes. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends open businesses in the pand- the, during the pandemic. Uh, and 
It was rough. I'm thankful that we didn't open. We did move into our first studio during the pandemic, which was a little challenging, but we had a good client base at that time. So we are like, you didn't start that day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was your guys' business like, was it a side hustle at first? Like, were you both working full-time jobs and doing that on the side? Or when did you know it was time to step into the full-time thing? Yeah. Great question. So I didn't even, I didn't, I never went to college for video. I had a little, I did have experience in photography, but not until after college did I start learning YouTube or like getting on YouTube. And I always call it, I went to YouTube University for video. Yeah, it seriously is. Yeah, I went to New York uh, to take some NAB classes. And that's really kind of where I started really learning video and seeing the full scope of everything. But I was freelancing. I was working in corporate as on, on a marketing team mm-hmm. as just kind of wearing a lot of hats. I was the only person on the marketing team that knew how to do video. And then doing it as a one-woman show, it's too much to do video. Yeah. So I really wanted to put a team around me. And my sister had the business side to her. So we really teamed up. Okay. And started off. She was in corporate for the first year. I was in corporate for the first year when we were running. But we would wake up at 5 a.m., start meeting. 8 a.m., we'd go to our corporate jobs. 5 p.m., we'd meet again. So for that first year, we were working a ton. Just. Yeah, trying to lay the groundwork. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. That's how it is, though. And they say, you know, behind every success story is like years in the making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone, you have to grind like that because, you know, for most people, it's not financially possible to just like quit the corporate job and be like, okay, now we're starting our own thing and we're going to start making money tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's just not yeah. how it works. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> and where did you go to school again? I went to a different college almost every single year. Oh, whoa. So I. Went to Benedictine in Atchison, Kansas for my first year. Mm-hmm. And then my photography professor was going to Italy to teach some classes. So I went with him to Italy and oh my did a study abroad. And that's really where I learned photography and kind of the ins and outs of a Wait, camera. You mean because it was more interesting to take photos in Italy than <laughs> Atchison, Kansas? In the Midwest? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Omaha wasn't pretty enough? Like- <laughs> and then I went to UNL junior year. And then my senior year, I was still at UNL, but part of that time I got into a program called the Global Eyewitness Project, which is a program that UNL gives offers to students, but you have to be handpicked by a professor and you go to third world countries and film the vital issues going on with the country. I was in Nepal. So I was literally the coolest person ever. (laughs) <laughs> this what the heck stacked. nepal that's like bucket list dream it, yeah. it's an amazing country does that place yeah. have your heart it does i did my story on so that this was the first time i ever filmed anything wow was oh my gosh yeah, yeah. would you would you cover my story was on maya and she was sold when she was 12 years old um by her mom into a marriage and she just kind of kept on getting sold throughout her life and ended up contracting HIV. So I, I just told her story and yeah, I 
still talk to her to this day. And oh she was gosh. definitely my inspiration of kind of the reason why I wanted to tell stories. Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Yeah. I have friends that went to Nepal for the same reason, like to cover sex trafficking and learn about it mm-hmm. and like spread the word. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. You never know like how many, like what's happening all around the world. That's crazy. Yeah. And just, I know you guys are big travelers mm-hmm. and just as a woman traveling alone, mm-hmm. it made me just kind of open my eyes that traveling is like hyped up on social. Oh yeah. To be this amazing thing. Glamorous. But there are times where it's like, you really do have to be careful yeah. traveling. I've been in some situations where it has gotten sketchy traveling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you guys have ever had those types. Oh my gosh. Of experiences. Morocco was probably the most like that for me. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, I need to like go back to the Airbnb and not come out after 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a different world. And I think, you know, we're so used to our lives and thinking everything will be okay here. And it's also different because in your own city, you know streets that are safe, streets that are not safe, and you should kind of like stay to your neighborhood. But when you go to a whole new country and you have no idea, you don't speak the language, you don't know those boundaries of like, oh, if I walk down this street, I'm not safe anymore. Mm-hmm. And obviously anything can happen anywhere, anytime. But yeah. Yeah. I was in Madrid, like, what, three years ago with my friend B. And she was like, I found these super cool murals like in this one neighborhood. And we were like in this neighborhood and it was just the sketchiest thing I've ever done. And like so we were walking down this one alley and this guy started following us. And then like, you know, when you start walking faster and like someone else behind you is like starts walking faster. We were literally running and he was running behind us. And then we got back and then on Google, it's like, yeah, this isn't really safe. Like Instagram, like don't go here for Instagram pics. Like mm-hmm. it is not a tourist location. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. I actually ended up living with Maya. What? So I was like in her, we were, it wasn't in a touristy part at all. It was like in a village in the slums. Like, and I lived in her hut with her. For how long were you there? Uh, It was a little over a month at, there was a hotel that you could go to, but my professor told me, he was like, you can't come back to the hotel because your story isn't strong enough yet. He's like, you have to get in there. And I had to find a way to be like, how the fuck am I going? Sorry, I don't know if I can. No, you can go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to be asked this woman to live with her? Yeah, that's a big ask. When she has literally nothing, wooden beds, cement floor. But it worked in my favor because there was a bus strike. So no taxis, no buses were running. So there was no way of transportation for me to even get back to my place. And she was like, well, I guess you have to stay. stay. But she didn't speak English. So we You're like, had here? To. Yes. <laughs> Her nephew, who was 16, spoke broken English. But oh I was gosh. there for probably living with her on and off a week here and there. Wow. So do you feel like that transformed your video skills, that experience? And like, or maybe the way you tell stories? Tell stories, yes. That program taught me how to tell a story, but it didn't teach me how to operate a camera. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So like frame rates, things like that, completely off. I mean, it was the first time I was filming yeah. something. But it did tell, teach me how to tell a story. Get in, ask the right questions, mm-hmm. immerse yourself. Mm-hmm. Um 
That's nuts. Yeah, so that's really where it started was in Nepal. Yeah, so you went to Nepal, you came back, and then I graduated college. Okay. So then I was, yes, and I needed a job. So I was applying everywhere. It's just that typical graduate college. What do you do next? You need to get a job. I applied probably to a hundred places. Didn't get anything that I dreamed of. I wanted to do something in marketing. No agencies were hiring. I probably got seven interviews, one stuck, and it was at a corporate franchise company in Omaha. And it was a security company. So definitely not anything what that I imagined. imagined that <laughs> yeah, I and you're doing. like, wait, I was just doing all of these really cool things and now I've got to go do this. It was, they definitely invested. I was just on the marketing team there, but they did invest in me and like, oh, you're really good at a camera. Let's. Where can we take this? Yeah. let's buy a better camera for you. Wow. And I started traveling with them because since they were a franchise company, I would have to go to like different franchises and film their business owner there. Okay. So that's actually kind of how I also started to get inspired by other business owners. Wow. Through that company. Okay. And uh, Jasmine and I have always had a yin and yang ever since we were young. Jasmine was a very cautious person, a leader. She's always been an avid reader and I was very adventurous. Free-spirited. Yes. So we definitely come together. I think in color, she thinks in text. So we are little perfect marriage together. That's so cute to have that with your sister. Mm -hmm. So special. Mm -hmm. Even when we were young, she would... Like, I would just run across the street, just, like, <laughs> not look either other way. And she would put me through drills where I'd have to, like, look right to left. So oh, it was just my God. Funny. How it's much like older is she than you? She's four years older. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Wait, so how do you two know each other? Soccer. Right? Was it Wait. soccer? Oh, because you yeah. grew up together. Kind of. We we went to different high schools. We played sports. Yeah. I remember cross country. Okay. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably basketball too. Did you play basketball? Yeah. 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 I was going to say we've always known each other from like sports. Because we're in the same grade. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like they're both the same goodness at like all of those sports and kind of like played the same position so it's like I would be guarding her in basketball or be like on the same like spot in a cross-country meet Allison Allison would always beat me in the running cross-country she was always always ahead I remember I I remember (laughs) her pointing (laughs) being ahead of me and I would just be like okay I can still see Allison up ahead (laughs) oh my gosh wait you guys go to the same high school or no Miller North, I was Millard West. Which is crazy because I just feel like neither of us seem like we went there. (laughs) Like compared to like the people that went to those schools and like where we are now and like who we hung out with, we're both like, I don't know, a different vibe. What's your vibe? What do you think it is? It's just super suburban out there. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. People never, if people would meet me and I'm sure it's the same thing with you, they never think I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Just because, and I'm probably, you, I guess you're not from yeah, Nebraska. People think I'm from St. Louis. I don't know. I mean, all my Mizzou friends are like, you're from St. Louis, right? I'm like, like sure. I'm from Nebraska. <laughs> I guess you know this. Okay, yeah, but look, like, 
To paint a visual for you guys, Amber has the coolest style ever. Like, it's honestly humiliating that I own a clothing store and not Amber. <laughs> because she just puts everyone's, like everyone's outfits to shame. Like, her style is amazing. I vibes are there. Yes. I appreciate Great it. Great vibes. Like, if video doesn't work out, you can just be a fashion influencer because everyone – Jasmine and I both have been to Shop the New Wave, though, and it's our favorite, Aww. favorite store. The vibe is so right in there. Thank always you. smells so good, too. It smells so good in your store. What the Dude, heck? Dude, that's like the weirdest feedback that I always get. People are like, it doesn't smell like a vintage shopping. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, so oh, true. Okay. Probably because I wash every all the clothes. <laughs> that helps a lot. But even like new places, you know, they probably smell like cardboard box. And I think that is a lot of it. Mm. Mm. Have so you, you ever heard of Peaches Vintage? Yes. I No, I put it on our list for us to go there yesterday, but then... The day kind of got away, but she was located down the street from my location, Little Bohemia. So she had a Kansas City location and an Omaha one. And now she closed the Omaha one, just has Kansas City, but she's moving to a different location oh, in she, Kansas City. She is. I've oh. only been to the one that's on Troost, but she, her shop always smells really good too. <laughs> and she says she does something with the clothes. Like yeah, she really protects them washes them at her house like has a process for it yeah i've heard that um a girl that used to work there said that in her bathtub she like hand washes like all because she has like a lot of vintage intimates and like really pretty silk pieces she like hand washes all of them oh my gosh mm-hmm. so that's like a thing that people don't all the behind the scenes of like every business it's like why is that vintage shirt 45 dollars when you got it for five you're like Oh, honey, it had stains. We we spent two hours hand washing it in the bathtub. It took two hours we to find to the shirt. It. Yeah, <laughs> like there's some things going on behind the scenes. And I'm sure it's the same for video. They're like looking at the price tag shell shocked. And you're like, well, do you know how much our equipment costs? Do you know how much our rent costs? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I feel like starting a business. So you guys found out you wanted to do this. How do you like figure out pricing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's probably the biggest barrier for like creatives and photography and videography they just undercharge like crazy that is so true i get a lot of dms from especially women freelancers who are trying to start in Mm -hmm. photography or video they're like how do i price Mm -hmm. where did you start and if you don't have a good portfolio to back i always say do a couple free yeah just to get your content started if you mess up it's okay yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's free yeah you're gonna mess up the audio or something at some point and then you kind of start at 200 then you go 500 and then you kind of start raising it from there uh once i transitioned from freelance to having a team that there's a person that can camera operate there's a director there's someone to do the lights there's someone to do the audio there's someone to do the motion graphics that's when it's like okay it's not just one person that's that you have to pay. Yes. Yeah, it's a team of people. That's when the price gets up there a little bit. But our mission is to have affordable pricing. Mm-hmm. So small businesses can afford video. Yeah. So we are not the type that is just outrageous with our prices. We are very affordable, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of videos do you guys special in? social videos you're doing commercials like tell us everything about what you guys do Mm -hmm. so we specialize in corporate institutional storytelling so a lot of our clients are in the corporate field which sometimes they want a high-end commercial 
for a TV spot, which we can do, but they also want something that is for their social. So we can do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do do both, but I would say corporate storytelling is where we're specialized okay. and we do some nonprofit stuff, a little bit more creative as well. We range, but yeah. What's some like the coolest clients you've ever had, if you can say? Coolest clients. um, Or most interesting projects. Yeah. I would say, okay, coolest client was probably the uh, Adobe in LA shooting for Adobe Creative Cloud. Yeah, that's cool. We were (laughs) able to meet Lily Singh on set. We filmed her. Uh, like a behind the scenes on one of her sets, which was awesome. Wow. That was probably one of, that was the first time I think I met someone that was like really famous and like spent a whole day with them. Yeah. Which that's always cool to be like famous person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is fun. (laughs) Coolest project though is something that we do every single year, which is called On Stage with Sis. Yes. Allison has attended On Stage with Sis before, which is where we unite the local business community with upcoming musical talent. So it's really what our business is. We're half creative, but half really business. So we kind of wanted to form a networking place where the business and creative community could unite and uplift upcoming that don't have a big platform musicians to give them support and recognition that's so it was so cool and their branding was amazing and then they just had people go on you could just like venmo donate donate to them yeah because last year we had to do it virtually yeah so Mm-hmm. But our first one was actually in Omaha at Outer Spaces in Little Bohemia. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I was gone because I, I, I just remember us talking about it and that was mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you go to their page and go back down, you can see who they had and the branding of it. Very inspiring project. Yeah. So that we actually do that event every single year. So now we're starting to plan for 2021, wow. which we're probably going to do hopefully at a outdoor venue in Kansas City. Uh, we know who our uh, main act is going to be. She's actually a camera operator on our team. Her name is Lava Dreams. Oh my gosh, She's amazing. an excellent musician. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. We just did a music video with her, um, oh. which is recently featured on our Stellar Image Studios Instagram. Go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. Wait, that's so cool. How do you like the, like, living in Kansas City? How how is the atmosphere? Like, what do you guys, like, what do you like to do for fun? Yeah. It's weird to say because I did move near the pandemic, so a lot of things have been closed. Like, the museums were sitting in an apartment right across the Unicorn Theater, which a lot of plays happen there. And there's so many cool things like that that were happening, um, which have been shut down. But in the couple of months before the pandemic, I would go to a lot of art shows. Yeah, There's a lot of creative things like that. I didn't have a lot of friends moving here, so I had to go to events alone. And you're so good at that. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I love doing it too. Like, I don't need an invite to a party. I'll just walk right in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, 
who cares? Once you get there, you break away from your friends in two minutes anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes having your friends at those kind of events is like – hinders you. It hinders you because, yeah, networking, like you were saying, how your sister's really good at networking, that's so huge. Yeah. How has that been for you in Kansas City? Have you found like some – people to connect with and stuff for sure so right when i moved here those art shows they were mostly through the charlotte street foundation i went to a networking event met someone who was in that foundation and they have all different types of cool different weird events like i went to a show that was in a hotel and each hotel room was a decorated with like a new dancer or a new musician. Oh my God. There's always little things like that going on. Um, but probably one of the bigger networking groups that I'm a part of right now is called The Loop. It's for young business professionals. And we meet and kind of the theme of it is to have people that are under 30 in the group so we can meet now. And then when we get to the age of when we're like 40, we can really be all supporting each other in our careers. That's so cool. We have goosebumps. That's so cool. Yeah. My friend Emerson was the one who started that, the loop. Mm -hmm. So that's just a Kansas City group. Are there similar things, do you think, in other cities? Um, The loop is just Kansas City, yeah. That's such a good right idea. Now. But it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense how you were saying age-wise, like how like a lot of our friends started businesses during a pandemic because we're we're 26. I don't know. Are you 25 still? I'm 25, yeah. Yeah. But it like we graduated. And so it was kind of, okay, work in an industry for a year, get some money, get some experience, and then start your own business. And it was mm-hmm. kind of the time where we would have all been taking that leap. Mm-hmm. So the math makes sense that yeah that's why he started that and why a lot of your friends are starting businesses but Mm -hmm. also why it's been a little challenging yeah i definitely started the business with my sister when i was super young and i did not realize what what it was going to entail i Mm -hmm. my i was because jasmine's four years older she actually had ran a couple businesses in the past so her mind could like see the vision And it really wasn't until this past year of 2020 where I was a little isolated, where I was sitting alone in my thoughts, where I was able to be like, okay, there are some things that if we really want this to get like next level that I personally have to change. Like, is that why you stopped drinking? So definitely. Yeah, I... in. 2020, I was just realizing I was having some bad habits personally. Girl, same. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) That's great. No, keep going. So one of it was the no drinking. Like I was, I would, I would, I don't like to admit this and it's a little hard, but I was abusing alcohol. I was using alcohol as a way to relieve my stress, a way to celebrate. It's like I had an excuse to drink for everything. Yes, same. And then I'd wake up and I wouldn't be myself. I'd be a little grumpy and then it would transfer to jazz and then we'd get a tip. It wasn't Mm -hmm. huge. It was the the small things that you have to tweak in your life. And then you're kind of running late because you're not feeling well. You're like a little irritable. You're not making like your fitness goals because you're like, well, I don't feel good enough to go to the gym right now. Mm -hmm. You're eating something that you wouldn't usually eat. Yeah, I I agree. That was in the same place where it's like, it's not life altering. No like big bad catastrophe happened or anything. It's just like those choices were stopping me from doing other things that were going to level me up. Mm -hmm. Because I did two months of being sober. Well, three months of being sober in 2020. Nice. Yeah. How was that for you? Was it a challenge? Um, 
it's amazing how many hours you have in the day when you're not drinking. Mm-hmm. And you can still go like out with friends and like have a cold brew, have a hot tea mm-hmm. and like wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I'm, I feel yeah. great. Yeah. For me, I definitely, it was not an easy transition because I was dependent on it a little bit in social settings, especially if everyone else was drinking, it was awkward for me to be like, oh no, like I want to have to explain it because people, the way our society is, is people are like, why are you being sober? Why aren't you drinking? And you're like, why are you having fun? And you're like, why does it matter if I'm not drinking? Like, Mm -hmm. are you embarrassed that you're going to do something and I'm going to like remember or... Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, is, yeah, it's like people, we, me and Alice have been saying this, like when people have insecurities, they like project them on you. Like, so, if, you know, like that's exactly it. Like, they're like, wait, why aren't you drinking? Like, drink, get, just get a beer. Like, it's like, no, cause they're like probably a little insecure that you're like maybe being a little more mature. Or, like, self control. Yeah. You have really confidence too. Cause a lot of people like lack confidence. They drink to like kind of loosen up. But it's like, now I'm just 100% confident who I am. Like, I can go network and not, need to like loosen up with like vodka or whatever. Yeah, it's like, intimidating to people. So. Yeah, because that's how our society's been built around. Mm-hmm. So getting my mind wrapped around that, uh, it was actually really inspired by a book I read called Atomic Habits. Oh my gosh, have my you read it? That for Christmas. I haven't read it yet. Oh my God, that book changed my life. It. Okay, I'm, I'm going to write it down. I literally have it. <laughs> I'm going to read it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it just broke down little things and like even just like scrolling on social media or watching like mindless TV TV it just there's so much more we're capable of yes and that then passing time because essentially all of those things are time sucks like mm-hmm. going out with your friends can turn into like a six hour ordeal you're like getting ready at five going out at six coming home at midnight showering like you could have done so much in those six hours what could Mm -hmm. you have done in four netflix episodes like (laughs) our screen times you know like i agree because time is the only thing that you can't get back Mm -hmm. and time is money time is precious man (laughs) wait so what did the book teach you it taught me how to recognize bad habits and replace them with good habits in a way that was digestible because sometimes self-help self-help books can be a little like nailing it and it's like nailing it mm-hmm. nailing your head it's like it's not clicking right it's yeah, you're difficult like, well, yeah that sounds great but how do i do that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like wait a minute yeah like i'd love to be a millionaire tell me how like and they tell you and they're like wait that was that still doesn't work for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it like opened up a space where it made me believe that i could do it it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah when did you read it um, at the end of 2020. So pretty oh, recently. Recent. No, I haven't been sober for a huge long time. Uh, I've tried to be, to be sober and then I had some like times where I was like, oh, I did get drunk and I messed up, I guess you could say. But I don't think you have to put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's daunting to say like, I'm never going to drink ever again. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I feel about being vegetarian and going to the vegan space is like, <clears throat> sorry. It can be scary to be like, I am never going to eat meat again, no matter what. It's like, mm-hmm. there could be opportunities. Like at my wedding, I'd like to have champagne or, you know, things like that. I think there's a time and a place, but recognizing that it's a problem and not making it a part of your daily life is mm-hmm. what's yeah. different. Because mm-hmm. we like, especially how I feel 2020 was, it's like, it was a forced stop. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was telling Allison this other day, like I could have been doing what I was doing 
for like four or five years running at the same speed. And like, I feel like 2020 made us stop and be like, what are the habits we have? Like, what am I doing on my day to day? Do I like what I'm doing? Like, is this normal? Like, yeah, binging Netflix shows. Oh, on to the next one. I feel like 2020 like stopped us all and was like, wait, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Asking all kinds of questions. Like last night we were using makeup wipes and we're like, I've heard makeup wipes are really bad for you. And they're like Googling it and we're like, Okay, so we're just going to throw those away right now. <laughs> we just bought a new pack, yeah. but goodbye. goodbye. Micro tears in my eye sockets? What? No thanks. Like, no. I didn't lids, even but... know that was a thing. Oh. Apparently they're <laughs> terrible. They like take off the acid mantle layer of your skin, mm-hmm. which is what fends off the bacteria and holds in the moisture. And you're just kind of like scraping that off. And especially with mascara, you know how you like dig in with the makeup wipe on your yeah. mascara? It can create micro tears along your eyelids, which is like, me with my black eyes literally every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, like hmm. why do I buy bags? Or- oh, got it. Yeah. Just things like that that I probably would never, I would have been 40 and been like, oh. This makeup wipe is still burning my, <laughs> my skin. Yeah. Whatever. Makeup's off though. Yeah. Like eyes are off. burning, eyes are red. But Yeah. Do, do they burn? Like they literally burn my skin. Why am I still <laughs> using them? Yeah. But like, but like the this, point yeah. is to ask a question. It's like, okay, we've been using makeup wipes our whole life, but why? Why am I just now asking? What's Wait, in your should makeup I be product? using this? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is drinking good for us? Is every everything in our lives we need to evaluate? I think you know it's a it's a long process, mm-hmm. but we've been conditioned to a lot of bad habits and not taking the time to determine if they're for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and it's okay if you make a mistake. That's something that I was needed to be more confident with it's okay to make a mistake and like mess up absolutely and you're going to when you're learning mm-hmm. yeah do you feel like you're a perfectionist no oh okay but <laughs> yeah because that's yeah with so i guess no but yes it depends on like the project if it's like a creative project i can't i cannot like I can go back to the video and still see little mistakes and be like no i need a fix but sometimes it's just like it's where it's at and it's done you know what it's I mean? fine no yeah. one's gonna notice mm-hmm. i saw there's the graphic design firm next to mine and they have the sign in their window that says done is perfect and i have to like every day when i'm going to like take a walk i'm like done is perfect it just needs to be done 10 things done is better than one thing that you just kept staring at and then didn't get done anything. Mm-hmm. Because the reason <laughs> Kara's like, I feel a little attacked. Uh, you can just <laughs> at me next time. Like, rude. <laughs> the reason why I originally said no was because in our studio, I have two employees, Lava and Stone. Those are... Um, Wait, are, do they know each other? No. The, well, names, the names just seem like... They're siblings. Like they're or perfect. Yeah, it's so weird. It's Jasmine, Amber, <gasps> Stone, Whoa. and Lava, all elements of the earth. Everyone in our on That's our team. so cool. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Wait, that's wild. Yeah, I know. Um, but Stone always calls my corner the chaos corner in the office <laughs> because I am like that true, typical Artsy. stereotype creative where it's like, I will have like three different earrings laying on the floor <laughs> that are just four drinks out on the desk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three of them half drinking. <laughs> like, literally. Okay. Yeah. But when it comes to like projects, I can get kind of nitpicky and like mm-hmm. critical. Yeah. Because it's your vision. If you're the creative mm-hmm. one, like me and Allison, when we've been working on this podcast, I'm like, you are the creative, you do everything, you have the vision. 
I'll figure out what mics to get. Like, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there's so much to that. If like you see something, you don't want it to be like. But I think that is good to take away about the yin and yang. Cause like how you were talking about with Jasmine, you fulfill each other's weaknesses. And that's exactly where we are. Like, I wouldn't know a clue about setting up these microphones. <laughs> don't, don't even try. But then like I went to the store, got the props for the photo shoots, like made the Pinterest boards. And so find if you want to go into business with someone, finding someone who has the skills that you don't is more important because if mm-hmm. what, what is the quote you said yesterday you don't need two cooks in the kitchen yeah mm-hmm. i mean because like Too many cooks in the kitchen you're like what do you think about mm-hmm. this sweat this shirt with this color and i'm like i don't know and i don't mean that as in like i don't care like i'm like i don't want you to think that i'm mad that you're taking your time to figure it out but like you don't need my opinion just make a decision <laughs> because like i don't care because yeah, yeah what if my opinion's in it then it's just like too yeah just too many people making decisions yeah and yeah, that trust you, you were asking me like should we use the headphones or this or that? And I'm like, that's that's just, your corner. You stay in that lane over there and I'll stay in this lane. I'm just like so indecisive <laughs> that like, I just know that I need to let other people make decisions because I can't do it. What's your sign? Um, Pisces. Pisces, Allison. Libra. Wait, are you in astrology? Yeah, I am. Okay. Oh. Wait, what would you guys guess me to be? Okay, hold on. I feel We're very new. At least Wait. I'm very new. She called it Zodiac. Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, like two, three months ago. So yeah, that just says a lot. Okay, okay. Um, I'm doing a visual scan of all of them. In my head. I just feel like you look like an Aquarius or a Capricorn. Mm. Wait, but I feel like you could be a Leo. Mm. Everyone loves a Leo. Off, off, off. Wait, um, okay, hold on. Let me just like think. I've always, cancer. I've always dated Pisces <laughs> and Cancers though in my past. Um, just saying. A Gemini. <laughs> Yeah, at this point I'm just wait. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Why people get bad when I say I'm a Gemini? People are like, "Run, Gemini." (laughs) Yeah, that's my like. That's the only thing I know about Gemini is like nobody likes them, or like there's not nobody likes them. They're like intimidating, right? Or like people. So they typically have like split personality. Mm -hmm. So they can be like really crazy, kind of go into a room and just like kind of. Like, you can't necessarily, they say, trust a Gemini okay. because they can, like, flip really easily. But I wouldn't say necessarily I'm that. I would say <laughs> my splitness, like, my two sides of me is, like, I can have a lot of fun, but I have, like, this depth and seriousness to me, too. Yeah. So that's kind of where my two sides come. Yeah, it's I not so like, see that. Yeah. I'm not going to, like... There was this one specific example. There was a woman that I was doing a video for, and we needed to have a local musician for the project for like a musical interlude. And uh, I suggested this one musician, and she was like, I don't know, she's a Gemini. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> and she lo- and then she looks right at me and she was like, Wait, are you a Gemini? I'm like, yes, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> You're like, so she's coming on. <laughs> Get her on here. That is crazy. Yeah, it was funny. Wait, when we said our signs, did that make sense to you? Do you know a lot about astrology? Like, so I I know Pisces, kind of just like that soft kind of soul, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. super sensitive. But I think but- really bubbly. <laughs> oh yeah, sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what what did you say you were? A Libra. Libra. I don't know Libra as well. It's the only sign that's, like, not an animal. It's mm-hmm. the scale. So we basically just, like, want balance and 
fairness fairness and you see both sides of the story yeah like, that's I've why learned... i'm like not that opinionated with things like i'm always just like i don't know whatever's fine you mm-hmm. do you yeah, yeah i think because i can't really get that mad about things or that fired up mm-hmm. like people are like they can try to make me mad and i'm like i don't know maybe they're just having a bad day <laughs> <laughs> think about it from their perspective yeah which is that's a good trait honestly mm-hmm. but i think people don't know that about me because i can come off like more confident but i'm not like opinionated that makes about sense. Those things. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What okay, what's a day in your life like? Okay. So I wake up typically at 5 a.m. almost every single morning, except if it's on the weekend, it'll be like seven. Yeah, when she texted me at seven this morning, <laughs> I'm like, oh. We're recording at 10, by the way. So yeah, and Karen and I wake up at 9.15. We have to like go and get coffee and get ready and all of this. <laughs> so I wake up to people. <laughs> I wake up at five and I either start my day off with like a meditation or I go to my yoga class at six and I just like to start my day off either reading something uh, I write a lot of poetry so I'm minored in poetry in college as well so just reflection in the morning go to the office I'm typically there by seven or eight uh, typically meetings or I'm packing up the gear to get on a set Crazy. a shoe every day is almost different and I work till around five to seven. And then at night I am either in a poetry class or I'm cooking dinner and reading. I live just- So beautiful. A simple, I try to live a simple life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Goals. I just got calm, like yeah. listening to your day to day. I'm just, like <laughs> picturing you walking through your life. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. I try though. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely come natural it, for me to like live. Like I really have to find, be mindful and like crave for it. Like my mm-hmm. meditation practice has taken me years to master. It has not been easy for me to just be like, hey, I'm meditating. If right someone now, was going getting into meditating, do you have any tips for beginners? I would say probably starting off with a guided meditation because that kind of helps. Like on YouTube or? Um, There's this one app I used to use. It was like Headspace. It's called Headspace. Mm -hmm. That was how I kind of got started into it. Um, I would say start with an app. Um, For me right now, what I do is I don't give myself a time of like, it has to be 10 minutes. I just let my mind just go places. And if it's going in a rabbit hole, I just like bring it back to like a certain word. Um, For 2021, my word is active. So I just try to think if my mind starts getting in rabbit holes, I go back to that word active. So setting like a word or an intention, I think is helpful to like bring it back to that yeah i like the idea of not putting time constraints on it that's kind of how i run too like every day i'm gonna go run it's like just start running it could be two miles it could be Mm -hmm. six it could be some jogging some walking but just getting started i think is the hardest part of all of those things or for you like stopping what you're doing sit down and meditating Mm -hmm. and then once you get going it's easier and some days you need more of something some days you need less Mm -hmm. i used to be pretty 
addicted to my phone, I think. I'd wake up, I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. Or like looking at stuff, looking at emails. And I don't, I try not to sleep right by my phone anymore. So I can wake up and not be directed to other people's thoughts. Wow. Because yeah. right in the morning, that's why I try to have that meditation. So it's only my thoughts. I love I'm that. cultivating my own ideas and no other opinions. I think that's important too, because it's hard to silence your mind. Absolutely. I saw some girl's quote about doing stuff in the morning. She was like, you need to take care of yourself before you immediately tend to others. Mm-hmm. And having that, that two hours in the morning or however long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if that it's is- like three minutes, just yeah. like you there it was funny my friend was telling me the other day how in the shower she has her best ideas and i'm like that's because you don't have any you're alone yeah you're not you don't have your phone telling you what to think you know it's like your own mind in there (laughs) i know destiny and i always talk about that too and we're like we need to invent these like things that go in a shower wall that you write down your ideas in the shower because then I have to put my phone on the ledge because all of my best ideas come in the shower too. So then I have to grab my phone, like write them into my notes mm-hmm. and put it out. And I'm like, no, I don't want to have to look at the phone. I just want to like write it on the wall. I even think a form of meditation can be going on a walk without a distraction. You have a dog. Yeah. I so never that, take my phone. That probably helps for you to like get outside and just like breathe the natural air you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a form of meditation in my mind too. Yeah. And I think a lot about meditation is like grounding yourself to the present moment, not getting too caught up on like all these things we need to do or all the stress from the past. And I think walks do that too. You're like, I'm just walking mm-hmm. these flowers, like this person's house rather than, oh my God, I've got to get back to this and doing that. And mm-hmm. Small little moments are definitely something that I really try to appreciate. Um, daily, uh, affirmations to myself I used to struggle with confidence so I have been saying for the past like I don't know how many months now I wake up I look into my mirror and I say it directly to myself Um, I say I'm a boss I'm a powerhouse I'm a student I'm a teacher I live in action not motion Wow. She is insane. I love this. Like, you're so inspiring. I'm like speechless. I really don't even have to say. I'm like, I'm like, I make black coffee in the morning and then I get on my phone. I'm like, I have a lot of work to do. Taking a lot of notes. Yeah. How did you, what what point did you start? You're like, I'm going to take a hold of my mornings. I'm going to, like, what was that? What'd that look like? How did you know to do that? So, at Stellar Image Studios, we, try not to just be like work 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 we really try to incorporate a lot of self-reflection we have quarter quarterly meetings where we're all checking in with our goals we have a book club and one of the books was five second rule and i think that book kind of spoke to me too and it was like if you want to do something like let's say wake up early and work out and it's so hard. You're like, it's still dark out. But if you just count to yourself like one, two, three, four, five, and then you just do it, just like going and doing it, I think. And there was so many things I just wanted to transform in my life. Like I wanted to not be self-conscious. And it's just like, I just had to start doing the work. I had to stop saying that I wanted something and just doing it. My... Yeah. 
without like visions just started to grow bigger and bigger. And now I'm like, okay, I want to do all this shit. I just can't sit here and tell people about it. I just have to do it. And then people can see it happening. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I have to stop talking about it. I think that's very true in the creative world because with so much content creation now, people are like trying to like, you know, curate all of these things to post on the internet. And it's like, if you just do the work behind the scenes when who are you and no one's watching, do that. And then you'll have a story to tell. You'll have a project to show. You'll have that painting done. You'll have the fitness results. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to curate this. I love that. Who are you when no one else is in the room? Yep. That like that even that sentiment just gives me chills because it can be scary to be alone. with your own thoughts because we live in a culture that is so trying to be better than the next competition you know on instagram especially Mm -hmm. all you need to do is be Mm -hmm. better than yourself yesterday that's it yeah i like that a lot i know that's it's easier said than done oh so much easier so much so much easier said than done it i know i'm saying all this stuff it might even sound like a little preachy i guess but it this isn't a walk in the park I'm still even like developing myself. I'm not exactly where I want to be. It's just these little practices I've been implementing to hopefully get there. Yeah. What is your goals for the future? So if I would say with Stellar Image Studios, I can just like take that. Right now we are really just trying if for future goals, where would we be in five years? Mm -hmm. I would say we want to steadily grow. Um, We don't want runway growth, which means taking on all these clients, all these projects, offering services that are out of our scope, because that's the death to a small business is if you take on too much. So we're really strategic in that. We don't offer things like some people will be like, hey, can you do like website marketing stuff? Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, we're actually just niche video. That's so important. Especially as a small business, you can't be everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible. Yeah. So definitely just going on that growth path of getting clients. Doing what you do well. Mm -hmm. In your niche. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right now, we've never really been online that much. Like we've never ran an ad successfully. We don't really have a huge online presence We've been successful by face-to-face, like getting people, uh, clients that way. So that's one thing I really want to enhance is kind of more of that online branding presence. Which looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And for your personal goals, you said your work was active. Does that kind of tie into like what you want to do personally? So personally, I think it's very important for – a creative if their job is being a creative so like for me it's it was always photos videos i started to i wouldn't say i've ever been burnt out yet but there's been times where it's kind of been close where it's like where's my creative juices going it's always going into other people's clients or it's always going to other people's projects so i have been really, really honing in on my poetry. So it's like kind of giving myself another avenue of creativity to out, like use it, be an outlet. just for you. Yeah. So it's like 
video is still my passion and everything like that, but I needed something else that was just for me. So I've been, I take poetry classes, um, read a lot of poetry, and I hopefully in about like two years, I will have my poetry book out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I am I will be the first writing read. a book of poetry right now, kind of about like just the seasons of life and overcoming. It's definitely focusing on like becoming sober. That's amazing. Because that has been a huge challenge. It's probably been the hardest thing and the most disciplined I've ever been with. Rewarding, Which, yeah, yeah. Sure. and rewarding, and so sobriety goes through way more than drinking too, and I think it can relate to a lot of people because ultimately sober is just being free of an addiction that you mm -hmm. have, and people are addicted to so many things right now. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot abuse, substance abuse, or technology abuse, or mm -hmm. relationship abuse of being emotionally dependent on someone. So I think that would help so many people being that vulnerable and sharing that journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my I'm a huge advocate for therapist counseling. I have um, a counselor, and when I was going through this process of being like, okay, I shouldn't, I need to quit alcohol. It was there would be times where it's kind of like, okay, I'm feeling the peer pressure too, mm -hmm. and she always told me to like write instead of drink, and so oh. there has been a lot of things coming from that and. I always thought that my creativity had this edge to it because I would like, in art school, I would like be drinking with my friends, yeah. be, you know, be smoking. And it's just like this creative energy where it's like, you kind of have to have this like edgy party mm -hmm. to be a creative. And I would tell my counselor, I'd be like, I'm scared I'm going to lose that of myself if like I give that up. Yeah. Of being a creative, I had this stigma in my mind that that's what you had to be. But they were tied together. Yeah, yeah. And ever since I've stopped, my creativity has just like launched awesome. even more. Yeah. Yes. It's been nuts. Yeah. And then it's more true to who you are too, because a lot of times, you know, with drinking and smoking, it's like a mask to your deeper emotions. And so if you're covering up those things, you're not diving in in your head space and doing the meditation and mm -hmm. deep shadow work of like, okay, this is what I'm struggling with. And now I can put that into my poetry instead of making more fluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my that's, gosh. So that's so a personal goal. Yeah. Wait, have you guys seen the movie Soul? It's like the new Disney movie that just came out. No, but I've heard amazing things. No. But what you said, like they totally talk about it in the movie. You're like, I have my purpose. Like, or my, you know, your video company is kind of your purpose but it's not you don't just have one purpose in life and mm -hmm. like they talk about that in the movie because like they, at, at first in the movie they're framing it as like this person's a musician like they're born to be a mus musician and like it's like no like you're not just born to do one thing in your life like there's mm -hmm. poetry or there's like meditation or going on walks like you know your whole life you can have different interests and like don't ever feel like you need to be like tied down to label that yeah in psychology mm -hmm. there's this one it's like the human first you're like I am a person or a female or however you, I'm a person who likes to make music. I'm a person who likes to write poetry, not I am a poet. Or being a poet is my life's purpose. Yes, because then that can change. Like yeah. tying up your identity in one label like that can be so much pressure on you to always perform at that standard and be like, okay, well, if I'm a poet, I have to dress like this and I have to do these things. And you're like, no, I'm just a person 
who happens to write poetry. Yeah. You guys Huge have to watch difference. that movie. It's so good. Cool. <laughs> I, I I've seen previews for it. It looks very cute. I should take my nieces to watch it. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's That's so it's adorable, oh. especially for kids for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, Amber, thanks so much for coming on. I mean, Allison, do you have any other questions or any final thoughts? Or Amber, you too. Mm, I would I'll say one little last thing. Um yes. is that Cause I do get a lot of DMS from especially girls being like, how do I even like get started with video? Because video can be very intimidating, which I'm sure there's so many more things to learn than there is like, like just even in photography, you're thinking of audio motion, lighting more little things like that. And, um, My main advice is just get started. Start watching YouTube videos. Even if you can't invest in a big camera yet, start doing videos on your iPhone even, just like those little practices. Uh, I have been very passionate about women getting into the film industry since it is such a male-dominated place. And um, I've started this new curriculum called SHOW, which is cis hands-on workshop. Oh my gosh. The acronyms. (laughs) (laughs) And with show, it's a month long workshop where uh, we are trying to bridge the gender gap in the industry. So each girl, the first week, it's all basics of the camera. Second week, it's the art of storytelling. Third, and they get a mock client. Third week, they film for that. Then fourth week, they edit. And then a couple of weeks later, there's going to be a virtual event with a panel of judges where they can show the first video that they ever created and get unbiased feedback. So cool. And that's something that I'm going to be really pushing in the future too. So if there are women in this listening to this that want to get started in video, I would suggest applying to the next show workshop oh my gosh that's so cool if they're in the kansas city area what are the ages or like what kind of so for right now we're we just launched our first class due to covid we only have three girls in the class but there's someone who's 17 and then there's a girl that's 25 okay cool so it does range it ranges Mm -hmm. it's never too late absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah that's really really cool and from a business side it's very common to get so many questions like that. And then you're spending all this time like answering the same DMs over and over. So from if someone's listening that's trying to start or has a business and you don't know how to help that side of your audience, that's kind of what we've been talking about with like a masterclass or courses because so many people have the same questions and you want to help them all. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I am i can't just spend like two hours a day answering emails and DMs of the same question and I'm not even going to scratch the surface of what I need to tell you. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool that you took that initiative to be like, I don't just want to answer this in a paragraph. Like, come in and I'm going to actually teach you mm-hmm. and help you get to where you want to be. Yeah, because there's girls that come in and it's like I, if they only come in for an hour, it's like there's so many other things that had to be like a month long. Yeah, because there's so many different parts and elements to the production of everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, really, really that's cool. So, cool. so I want to end on that of just like showing what show is because 
I think it is going to be a really neat project that people could get a jump start on video. Like if they wanted to be a video creator, it's a really good space for that. Yay. Amazing. Well, congratulations on launching that. Thank you. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it took a couple months to get everything straightened out. Finalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All logistics. Well, where can people find you? Plug your socials. Plug everything. Yes. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, just as Stellar Image Studios. Do you want to spell that out? Yes. It's S-T-E-L-L-A-R. I-M-A-G-E-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Perfect. Amazing. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully I didn't <laughs> no, mess you that know, Sometimes up. you're hearing a word and you're like, what are they saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you are stellar. Thank you. You and guys are personal. Stellar. Where can people find you too? Uh, my Instagram is Amber underscore Bowdler. B as in boy, A-U, D as in dog, L-E-R. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was on the phone with a customer service and they're like, can you spell it with, you know, words? Like, and I was like, K is in Kentucky. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the K word. And like, I was like, I is in. And she was like, ma'am, like, can you you a little faster? I'm like, I can't think of a letter or a word. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so hard. But Amber, thank you so much for coming on. Your insight is invaluable. Profound. Yeah. I just sat here stunned the whole time and was dead silent. Because I'm like, dang, you're, like, resonating with me. And I'm hopefully it resonates with some of our listeners, too, which I'm sure it will. For sure. I'm excited to see where this keeps on growing and going yes we would love to have you back yeah like a a year check in and be like wow look where we're all at yes 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 (laughs) amazing (laughs) thank you so much thank you Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you're enjoying the new podcast, Already Friends. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Already Friends on Apple Podcasts and to follow on Spotify. Yes, the reviews help us a lot and we really appreciate you taking the time to write them. As a bonus, we are doing a giveaway for free AirPod Pros at the end of the year. So to enter, screenshot you listening to the podcast, screenshot that you followed and subscribed, post it on Instagram, on your story, and tag the podcast so we can choose a winner at the end of the year. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. We'll catch you next time. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.